Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another week of Am I Worthy? It is now a little over in September and y'all, September has been a month. I just came back from celebrating my 22nd weekend in Roanoke and it was very amazing. And when I was there, what I did was said, hey, let's have someone else come on. And so today who will have on here is Shalom Bellone. And so, hello, Shalom. Hello. <laughs> okay. And so, if you go back to a couple of my videos on Instagram at Gapsteezy with two underscores, you'll see one video. My sweetie, why would you mention the video? We ain't got the video prepared. <laughs> you just get so excited. Okay. There we go. Now, if you go back to my Instagram at Gapsteezy with two underscores following that, you'll see a video of Shalom and I. And video is Golly Friendships Part 2 out of 3, How Do I Turn I Back to We. After that video, I said, mm, I guess Shalom should come back again. And so, everyone, <laughs> welcome Shalom and everything. All right. So, y'all, say you're in the last... Um, Say you're in the last days of 2020 and you're just thinking, how am I going in this school year? How not in? Well, maybe you're, you are in this school year because you're about to graduate in December and you're overwhelmed. Yeah, you're about to end this school year. You're about to become a parent for the first time. You don't know if you'll be a single parent or not. You're uh, just so overwhelmed within life and everything just feel like it's just pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing. Right. And then a part of this pressing is just thinking of okay, um, I think that I have someone that I should forgive, or I think that I have a certain family member, ex-spouse that I should forgive, but I just don't know the first part of how to do this, right? Thinking of this question, right, of how do I love this person, even when they treated me like this, right? Think of Luke 15, 10. I tell you, in the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angel over one sinner who repents. Now, Shalom, what do you think of when you think of repentance? Repentance is turning away from um, saying, hey, like, I am wrong for this, and I ask for forgiveness. And also, just turning away from whatever situation that you're in is how I see repentance. Just forgiveness and turning away. Mm-hmm. And now you said turning away. Now, sometimes when we turn away, whether it's from God, whether it's from this person who has helped, who has just hurt us or this family member who just years ago, they weren't a great parent. And then it even affects how we parent our children. And thinking of this, right? Why do we find it so hard to love people, right? It's like God's love. It's like God's grace, God's love, it's abundant, it's overflowing, all of these things, right? And so why is it as people that we just find it so hard just to forgive this person? And now this is easier said than done in that uh, thinking of just how it's just so hard to just love someone, let's think of the parable of the lost son. Some of you may know this, or maybe you don't. So if you don't, you won't know it by the end of these 30, 45, however long we go, minutes, right? I'm going to read Luke 15, 15 verse 
18 to 19. Then he went to work for one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. He longed to eat his fill from the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one would give him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food, and here I am dying of hunger? I'll get up, go to my father, and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired workers. So that's where 19 ends. Now, say you're a person, right? And whether this is you or not, say you're a person. You're thinking like, well, just how do I forgive? How do I just let go of when I've run, when I've run away from my family, when I've run away from being a mother, when I've run away from being a father, when I've run away from being a good wife, a good spouse, or whatever? How do I just confront this issue, right? And then also with that, go back to this person who... Um, just saw how I was just living within dirt or whatever I feel like how do I go back to this how do I give this to God right so let's think about the parable of the lost son right man had two sons one of them had um asked like hey dad can like I get some of this estate you know I need some money so you know let me try to can I may I have some money or whatever and so then the son who had received all this wealth from his from his dad right he went and he just traveled to the distant country. So he ran. And, you know, this is back in the day. They didn't have, you know, the like they didn't have cars and airplanes. So he was he was walking a little ways out. Right. Like it was probably a couple of miles that he was walking. And so he walked away and everything. Right. And then he spent everything. His father trusted him with this. Mm. His father trusted him with this. Yet he ran away. He ran away when someone trusted him with this. And so after he had ran away, he just realized like, hey, like I spent everything and then he came back and he he didn't have anything. And then so then like Shalom, like how Shalom had just read of how, you know, like, hey, like he went like he just like he went away from it. And then he just realized like. Why am I living this life? Like, I have someone back at home who loves me. I have someone back in another state who loves me. And I don't have to just keep living this life filled with drugs, um, filled with just feeling so hateful, just sleeping and sleeping with this person, yet this person doesn't love me. I don't have to live this life, and I can always go back to this person. Yet, a part of me is just like, what do I do, right? And so, um, first question to ask is, why? first, Charles, why do you think that this man had ran away from everything that he left right like within 19 when he said I'm no longer worthy to be called your son why do you think that after he had left his dad's and he felt why do you think that he thought that his father would accept him back after he did all this dirt because he because of the dirt again because he felt like he was far gone Mm mm-hmm he was just down that road of no return. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, his father is good. To, like, he was good to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he loved him. Mm-hmm. He did all of these things for him. Mm-hmm. And for him, he felt like he betrayed his father. Mm. So if someone has betrayed someone, how do they swallow up the, oh, like you have this 
not even anguish, but you have this heavy feeling of, I truly betrayed this person. So Mm -hmm. how do I go to them and approach them, even though I betrayed them, Mm -hmm. even if I don't know how they're going to react to me? Say, for instance, um, I'm a husband and I have been treating my wife so terrible. I have been treating her like even if she's a stay at home mom, even if she works from home, I have been treating her like dirt. So how do I go back to her and say like, hey, babe, I haven't been a good spouse or whatever? First, you pray mm-hmm. and you ask for um, sight mm-hmm. of like seeing yourself mm-hmm. in God's eyes mm-hmm. and understanding that you know we are all forgiven. Mm. We are all like that sacrifice was for all mm-hmm. for those that think they're good, mm-hmm. those that feel the worst, mm. those in the middle. Mm-hmm. He died for all. Mm-hmm. And in understanding that, knowing that God loves him and sees him and will forgive him, right? Just as he loves and sees the person that this person thinks is good. Mm-hmm. There is no good. Mm-hmm. God is the only good. Mm-hmm. Like, good is God. God is good, right? Everybody else. All the time, baby. All the time. Yes. Our goodness comes from our creator. Mm-hmm. So we are good. Because God is good. And in understanding that, you have to make that prayer before you approach this other person. Mm-hmm. And when you know you are good because your father is good and that he loves you, mm-hmm. then God gives you the strength. Of course, you have to ask, God, give me the strength to approach this person, mm-hmm. but also give me the understanding of the fact that I am forgiven. So yes. if I, if the if God who is all knowing, all good, forgives you, then that person that you hurt will also forgive you. And if they don't, just understand that God will go before you and fix that person's heart also. So your prayer has power. So just first take it to God and then take yourself to that person. Yes. And then also going back to earlier when we had talked about repentance, it's like, ask God for true forgiveness, like always. Like, if there is something to do, it should be always, always having a heart of repentance of saying, God, I don't deserve you. Saying, you know, God, like, although I have done whatever, that God, I just pray that you forgive me because like Shalom says, like, God is love. God is good. And so if in all of these things, right, it's like, okay, are you having a heart of repentance as well? It's like, just do it, man. Just do it. Even Mm -hmm. if you feel like God couldn't forgive me for this, you know, I've slept with this many people. God couldn't forgive me for this. It's like, honey, who is telling you that? So right at his feet, right at him, especially as Shalom said, yeah, like before you go to that person, you better pray about it. You know, especially this person, you better go to their little crazy. Okay. So you better pray about it. If you got to go to a public setting, you better do that. Okay. If you go into somebody's house and they alone, you don't know what they got, you know. So, yeah, but just do it, man. You, and you don't. And honestly, like you you go to this person, right, um, who you think that they're not going to forgive you. Like, just go to them because you don't know. You don't know unless you go. Like, you don't know unless you go. Like, I always say, if you don't ask, the answer is no. So if you don't go, you won't know. So just do it. Just do it. All right. So. All right, so, and, okay, so, and moving on to Luke fifteen twenty, right? 
So he got up and went to his father. But while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your... Wait, how far did you read to earlier? 19, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry, I'm on point. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's bring it back. All right, so... But then Luke 15, 20. So he got up and went to his father. But while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He was filled with compassion. He ran, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father told his servants, "Mm, come on. Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And then um, you read a little bit more and it talks about how he threw a whole party because his son came back, right? Point number two is compassion is real. God's compassion is real. And then also compassion is real. When you feel like you feel so low that this person is not going to forgive you. When you feel so low that... I have just been away from God from like 15 years and whatever amount of months. And I just feel like God, since I've been living this lifestyle filled with all these cars, these females, these, this house with a pool, whatever this is, right? God, I feel like I can't run back to you. Like, no, run back to him within 15, 20, right? When he saw, like he saw him and was filled with compassion, like dude, run, run, like run, like run back to God, like run to him. Like, do it do it because why do you think that you're not worthy like why do you think that since you've messed up so many years that you're not worthy honey those is lies from the enemy saying that you're not worthy and that god doesn't love you those are straight up lies so don't feel like that god doesn't have a plan for you that um although these last 15 almost 20 years is how it feels like 20 years have just been so far away don't ever think that you're too far away from god because God's a renewer. Okay, so um, so the son came back and his father greeted him. Um, so obviously, God had compassion over him. He was filled with compassion um, before he even came to his father. God saw him hmm. um, and was filled with compassion. So what does that say? Um, God knows when you have turned. He knows all. He sees you before you arrive, before you even get to him. And he is just filled. He is prepared for you. That in itself is just wonderful. Um, So dirt is dirt, yes. And sin is sin. But you need to understand that God overlooked sin and came and died for us so that our sin was forgiven. So, whenever you feel like you can't run to God as this as this son is running to his father, um, just understand that God already sees you mm-hmm. in your dirt. He isn't just there. You are not just meeting him. You guys don't have a meeting point after you've turned, but also within your dirt that he is there, that he is there right next to you, just waiting for you. He is always ready to take you, to take you because so we we understand to forgive ourselves when we understand that the father is the only one that's all knowing all good Mm -hmm. so what is good good is perfection right so 
understanding and we think good is the person next door who you know who lives this perfect life and does all things good they drive that bugatti <laughs> you drive that bugatti and you know you feel like you know they're blessed so they're good they must be good to get all these blessings mm. no blessings doesn't come from being good mm. mm-hmm. come it, on. it actually has nothing to do with your works mm-hmm. see that's what um religion which is what we think is tied with god but no god is actually way far from religion way far from works because the idea is is here god became man to die in our place because he knew that our works can never amount to his goodness Mm -hmm. so just know that your dirt is so irrelevant to the father Mm, point number three your dirt is irrelevant to the father Mm -hmm. yes no matter how low you are like Run back to him. I'm his, for real. His concern. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just add one more thing. Zoe, no, no, sorry. No, 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 so, no, keep going. His concern is, it isn't about your sin. See, our focus, our trap is our when our focus becomes our sin, right? Mm. That is our trap. That is our biggest trap. See, the thing is, is God doesn't want you to sin every day, but you know if you sin today tomorrow the day after that is all irrelevant to him but he doesn't want you to sin not so he for his own selfish gain like so he can be mad at you that's not why he doesn't want you to sin he doesn't want you to sin so you can be in safety see you can accept christ and sin every single day of your life right but at the end you're the one that's hurting you're the one that's being played by the enemy and in the end chances are you probably completely let go of god so you're probably not going to see god sin is irrelevant to god so our sin is irrelevant to god why because god knows that we are always going to be short of um his glory his glory yes and he already knows that we are born in sin that we are flesh that we have fallen so he knows what's going to happen. And also he understands that our sin really has nothing to do with him, but it has everything to do with us, ourselves. See, people sin because they feel like they are unworthy. And they sin because they are in flesh. And sin continues when we feel like we can't go to God because we are not good enough. Yeah. But we need to redirect our idea of what goodness is. Mm. So mm. goodness is Christ and Christ alone. Mm. And because of his goodness, we have been given grace. Mm. Mm-hmm. And by faith, his grace will save us. And we are good, not because we are good, but because God is good. And in him, we are good. So understanding that we are all God's children and that we, have, we all have the gift of grace. We all have grace given to us, his love, his mercy. And in knowing him, we are good because he teaches us to be good so the our biggest disappointment is thinking that we have that goodness without him and that Mm. we have to develop that goodness through works before we go to him Mm -hmm. no 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 that stuff comes once we have approached our father then he makes us good because he is good son he said to him you are always with me and everything i have is yours but he had to, but we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found so reading this and also listening to Gabby God put something in my heart 
And then after reading the passage, verse 31, um, you know, his father is explaining to him why he is doing what he's doing, you know. And like the son is still allowing jealousy to take root within his heart. So here, what really, th what really, really, really blew me was how um, the verse that Gabby was reading when the son, son B, said, Look, I have been slaving many years for you. So this son, all these years, didn't see himself or view himself as his father's son, but really as a slave who deserved payments. See, he wasn't thinking in the perspective of, I am his son, I am of inherit I can inherit all of my father's wealth like this is all mine you know but instead he wanted tokens like he wanted um rewards rewards for being a good son see he saw himself as good again that was his definition so he saw himself as good and he saw his brother as bad as he calls out his brother to his father um and that upset him but his father explains like hey your son was lost to the point of death. So he wasn't thinking of his brother. So in this instance, he wasn't thinking, oh, you know, my brother was on this path of death. But he was thinking more of like, you know, my brother was bad. So in this in this whole story, he just sees, he. it's kind of like him being selfish. He is very like, me, 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 me. Like I do this, I do that. And really, he doesn't come from a place of love which is what God our Father puts within our hearts, a, a spirit of love, a spirit of understanding, a spirit of humility. So here, obviously, Sun B doesn't have any of these spirits. Um, he chooses to take, let evil take root within him. So he is jealous, he is angry. Um, and, you know, I feel like going back to what I was going to say, um, so I feel like a lot of Christians, you know, they are very like unhappy when they see a new believer come in. They see a lot of abundance. And I know that a lot of people do feel this way. And I am coming from a place of love because um, God put this in my heart. But I feel like a lot of Christians are in churches and they see new believers and they see a spirit of excitement within them they feel they get all these spiritual gifts and all these other things and then you know there's other christians who've been in the church you know who've abided by god and done this and that and the fourth and always and then look back and see this other person getting all this abundance and they're angry with god you know mm, so another mm, so that makes me think of a question to ask yourself mm -hmm. is do i think that God's glory is cut short. Do I think that if another person receives this, is God's abundance short for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, so yes, is God's abundance short for me? Um, is God giving more of himself to somebody else and not giving some to me? Like, is he not attentive to me? You know, like, what did that person do? That person was bad. You know, I was good. Again, what is your definition of good? No one is good. This is all a plain field, and we are all God's children. So firstly, we need to ask God, Hey God, is this a spirit I should be carrying? Mm. Should I be happy for my brother, you know, and know that you are, I am also loved? Yeah. Or should I let jealousy take root? Yeah. 
and be angry that my brother in you who was almost about to die has been saved and he is receiving all these gifts so that he can know who he is and not fall back on that path you know what i'm saying like you have been stable you have been good yes but mm-hmm. also that good was sustained by god mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. came from god being attentive to you mm. you know but then the problem is is you thought you sprouted you birthed that goodness within yourself so then now you feel like you need to be rewarded but that goodness was also in itself a reward you being stable you being god's child you not wandering off that in itself is a reward so when you think like that and you start you know and these ideas and thoughts and understanding this comes from god so you really need to always carry that spirit of gratitude but also these things come when you ask god when you're consistently talking to god to give you understanding so don't be so quick to let evil take root within your spirit because the enemy will always is always creeping he's always around his voice will always be present but you have to choose am i going to listen to that voice that is going to stir up hatred within me or jealousy within me or exactly like this son could have been thinking oh i'm so happy my brother is back let me celebrate with them he is back but no he said father i have done this that and the fourth and you still are giving my brother this that and i'm not receiving this yeah that's really good and it's kind of thinking of comparison in a way it's mm-hmm. like um and this is like final point it's like our like what are we comparing ourselves to right or even within walking in god like god's abundance god's riches and wealth it looks different for every single believer mm-hmm. which last week i uh, we have talked about kingdom versus godly success. So totally go back and watch that. And that kingdom success is it's of God. It's mm-hmm. from God. And that looks different for every single believer mm-hmm. versus worldly success is just so much. Um, I'm sorry. It was kingdom versus worldly success. And worldly success is just so focused on material things. So focused on what can I get in this and that. Right. And, and we think that God's goodness lies heavily in that. Yeah. But that is not what God's goodness is. God's goodness is giving us a spirit of understanding, a spirit of love. Mm -hmm. These are God's gifts. These are true gifts that we should long for. But again, we won't know these things unless we ask God to reveal that within us. To know that, because the enemy is always going to make us want to chase after a house, Mm -hmm. a car, Mm -hmm. a family. You know, Mm -hmm. everything society tells us we need. Mm -hmm. But really what we really need is God mm-hmm. and the spirit that he instills within us, a spirit that will sustain us till we go back to see him, till we go home. Yeah. So whether you are the son A, you're like, hey, I ran away from this person or you know, I run away from God for this many of years. Or even if you're the other son who you're just like, Okay, God, I can't believe that my sister has this much wealth. I can't believe that my sister has a good husband or this and that, right? Instead of, or even you know, brother. Yeah, or brother. Instead of focusing so much on this, it's like, do what Shalom said, like, pray. Just ask God. There is power in prayer. What do you think if I'm a person, I'm older, right? And it's been such a long time since I've seen this person. After prayer, like I prayed about it, 
um, I've been in my Bible or whatever, right? Even after, how do I maintain a relationship with someone? How do you maintain maintain a relationship with someone? Um, is this like a spouse or? It can be a spouse. It can be a friend. It can be um, an ex-business partner who the business ended back in 03. And now you're thinking like, oh, I actually miss them. And I want to know how their kids have been. And now I'm going back and I'm about to ask this person if they've forgiven me or even if they haven't. But I want a relationship with this person. So how do I renew it? So with me, for me personally, I've had a lot of relationships that have been broken, like friendships um, and stuff like that. So really, if that person is still in your heart, um, that's a good thing. That means that person is meant for you, like that person will stay in your life. Uh, and also, but like when you pray, it really has to, you really need to know what you're praying about. Like you need to ask God for strength but also for God to reach that person also. So that person has a forgiving spirit also, you know, mm -hmm. before you approach this person. But after you approach him, that's what I'm asking. Are like, you talking about like yeah. after you talk to him? Yeah, like I talked to this person mm -hmm. and it's been and it's been years since we've been apart, right? Mm -hmm. But how do I maintain that relationship? Because a part of me could be like, um, Again. does this tr person truly forgive me? So mm -hmm. how do I maintain that relationship with this person without focusing so much on what has been lost? Mm. Come on. See, I'm going to say how I did it because I've had personal experiences and that's really carrying a spirit of love and that's an understanding that that love comes from God also and that God, when God gives you that spirit of love, mm -hmm. all else will follow mm -hmm. and just trusting God, mm -hmm. you know, trusting god if he brought that person back into your life he will maintain that relationship he will sustain maintain all that and also you need to be comfortable with that person again you know what i'm saying so you need to remove whatever grudges or hurt or pain you have within yourself mm -hmm. so you truly it really goes back to your prayer right and you having that moment with god mm -hmm. and when god removes that then you are able to maintain that relationship with that person because it's it's hard you know to like fall off with someone and it'd be a bad fall off and then meeting that person again and then starting new but again who makes all things new god it's like within first corinthians like behold like you are a new creation you are a new creation in, in christ and all like old things are within the past it's like truly of course trusting god and then also it's like it's like taking steps right like you got to take steps so for if you watch whether go back to watch video on Instagram, but also um, yeah. So if you don't know, like me and Shalom had actually not talked. So we had met in college, but then we had actually not talked for a couple of years. And so um, within that, like it's true. It's like you have to you know continue at it because if you don't, it's just going to fall apart. It's just going to break off again. And then also it's like kind of just asking God, like, should this person be in my life? It's like repeatedly, repeatedly. And then also it's like, God keeps showing you. It's like, just trust that person, you know? Like, even if y'all both have like um, bitter parts, y'all haven't seen parenting done correctly. And so y'all think that if you're a parent and you shouldn't have friends who, like you've had a friend mistreat you and you're a parent and you saw your mother, your father treat you like this or treat their friends like this. And you think you have to be that type of friend. Like, 
nope, like, come on, man, like, no. And so, um, yeah, just truly go back to it. And um, also allowing God to put a character of, like, you know, being forgiving. People mm-hmm. think it's one time. Mm, it's a be, process. You come have on. to be forgiving and accepting of that other person, regardless of how you feel, like, understanding that God, you know, and also when God is present within those two people, like, change comes, you mm-hmm. know, like, change comes so things work well with that, with those mm-hmm. two people. So just really trusting God and, you know, and if it's not meant to be for you and that other person, okay. you know, just peacefully walk away. Like, you don't have to be angry. You don't have to be mad. You don't have to be hateful towards that person or spiteful, you know, just be at peace with yourself and with God and just keep moving, keep moving on. But just always come from a place of love. Yes, like Nima, like Nima. Keep on swimming, keep on swimming, keep on swimming, oh swimming, God, swimming. Yeah, <laughs> keep on swimming. And so, yeah, that's it, y'all. We talked about forgiveness. We talked about patience. We talked about a lot of things. And so, just don't think that your dirt is too much dirt for God. Don't think that. Even if you gotta have some tough conversations before the end of 2020, do it these next couple weeks, these next couple months, because I know how you are. You're gonna be like, mm, I'm gonna wait till new year, new me. No, end of the year, you can be a new me, hello. And so, yeah, just go have that tough conversation, send that text message, mail a letter. I don't know, people still do these things. Like mail a letter, even send an email, just do it because you just don't know what's on the other side. And yeah. Can't wait to see you next week. And I love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye.